Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to The Burning Issue. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldi. Now, of course, as usual, every week we tackle an important topic, a subject focused on our community. Before I get into the show, though, I'd like to remind you that Voice of the Cape is interested to learn more about your small business. So if you are the owner of a restaurant, coffee shop, halal fast food outlet, beauty business like a hairdresser or barber, with a small financial turnover, grab your chance to be interviewed. Tell the public about your business and challenges you might be faced with. Simply SMS 47913 or WhatsApp us on 072 238-0712, send us your name, contact number, and the description of the business you have, and our team will surely be in touch. And if you know about any business owner that could benefit from this initiative, please share this news with them. Okay, so now let's get into the show. Some of us, or you may have heard about the increase in the general valuation of properties which of course affects the rates that we pay and this evening that will be our focus so the city's new municipal valuations has upset many homeowners in cape town especially those who are already struggling to fork out money to pay their rates every month now this includes residents struggling also to pay outstanding rates owed to the city of cape town so tonight in burning issue and i'm going to ask this again by the way just before i came on here i did this i've got guests in the studio i'm going to ask the question and we're going to hear their response. The question is, is the city of Cape Town's general valuation process flawed? Yes. <laughs> That's what Definitely. the guests have to say. Now, let's get straight into it. Before we go on to the show, of course, I just want to remind you that we did, in fact, reach out a hand to the city of Cape Town. We welcomed them to this evening's Burning Issue show. We said to them, we'd like to hear your opinion as well. Um, unfortunately, they were not available to make it, and they indicated that they will respond later. So that is from the city of Cape Town side. Now let's introduce the guests. I'll start on my right. Can you please tell us your name and your surname and the organization that you represent? And also tell us a bit more about the organization. I'm Sandra Dixon and I'm the founder of the action group called uh, Stop COCT, Stop the City of Cape Town. We started um, late in 2017 when the city wanted to enforce the drought charge onto us. Okay, thank you. Brief description, of course. We keep it going. And then we have your name, surname, and organization. Yeah. Okay, it's Vanessa Souls Nelson. I represent the Heerenveld um, Residents Association. Started when I moved into my RDP development home. I received after waiting 24 years. And since then, for the last two years. You look active. very young for waiting for a house for 24 years. Eh? I am young at heart. Good. I'm still very <laughs> young at heart. So uh, as from the time I moved in, taking on the issues um, of our people with regards to the burning issue of tonight. Mm. They must say black don't crack. Black don't crack. Uh. You reckon? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm Patrick. Do you have a microphone, Patrick, please? Oh. Yeah. Patrick Belly of the Greater Cape Town Civic Alliance. We are an... An organization representing well over 100 uh, civic associations, such as ratepayers associations, people like that. Okay. Oh, I'm Kashifa Ahmad, and I'm from the organization Housing Assembly, and we are based in Salt River, and we are in 
five districts that is Athlone, um, Mrs. Plain, Kayalicha, and Northern Suburb, and Southern Suburb, and in Sierras. So we have members in all those areas. I can't wait have, to hear from you about huh? Salt River. Oh. Because of the gentrification. Yeah. You know, exactly. we're going to get into that. And they're moving right down to Maitland also. We're going to get into that. Exactly. Yes? Uh, yes, my name is Lester September. I'm the chair of the Forum of Cape Flat Civics. We are a forum of non-party political line civics from across the Cape Flats and uh, with a mission of restoration of dignity of historically disadvantaged Capetonians. Okay, cool. Look, let's get into the story. So the city of Cape Town, which is the governing authority in, you know, we, that governs us basically, they went through this whole process of evaluating properties. Is that right? Yeah, yes. right. And then they published it, and it was out in the in the public open. You could contest it, etc. Now, why this is important is because the value of your property determines the monthly rates bill you must pay. Mm-hmm. Your rates bill is for the city of Cape Town services, collecting the dirt, etc. Right. If if only they used it just for that. Last year, some of the money um, of our rates were lent or given to the water department. We're just setting the context, right? We're setting the context, right? So, the point is the valuations, man. You all told me that it's been flawed. Let's get into it. Let's start. Anyone can start. Yes. Okay, I would like to start. Um, so, of course, this is Vanessa. Yes. Yeah. Vanessa, you must talk into the microphone, otherwise nobody can hear you. Yeah. Um, like I said, we are um, the Residents Association of Heidefeld. We have, we live in an RDP development. Now, the reason why I so loudly said that the it's being the valuation is flawed is simply because I've got two actual supplementary market valuations from the city for two houses, whereby. If you if you market if the house is being um, valued, it says that on on the flip side of, of the actual supplementary market valuation that gets sent to our people, that this this it was certified by the municipal valued valuer on the 29th or whatever date, and they also gave it gives you the objection to that. But now my understanding and I could be wrong is that your house is market in terms of square meters. So if my house has got 72 square meters and my house, for example, in this one's case is um, 79 square meters, the house is valued at 450,000. Then we have a different house. Are you looking at the same area, though? Yeah, Eidefeld. It's an RDP okay, development. Cool. Just want to be sure that we're not we're same, comparing yes. you no. know, apples with apples. And, no, yeah. we're in the same area. Mm-hmm. So I'll only be speaking about Eidefeld. Okay. Then we have another house also in Aderfeld in this new development, which has got 112 square meters, valued at 310,000. Wow. So if if this actual supplementary market valuation looks, it gives you the objection after you've received it, it's supposed to be, it was first, I remember um, reading through this um, in a few last year and the year before, you've got an option, a 30-day period, to raise your objection to the okay. market valuation. Just run those numbers by us again. The one house is valued at? Okay, seven hundred. Okay, let me give you the updated one. Yeah. So this one was received in 2017, 2018. Yeah. And um, this one is received now in 2019. Mm-hmm. So the, it was valued last year at 450,000. Yeah. 
because latest one came to say, remember square meters, 79 square meters. The latest one is, is now 518,000. And how many square meters is that? 79 square meters. Are we talking about two different homes? Same home. The same home. So the market valuation has increased. Are we talking market value or municipal value? Municipal market, market value. Because market value and municipal municipal, value. Mun- municipal market valuation. They call it supplementary market valuation. Okay, cool. Because you know municipal value is always going to yes, be lower, lower than market yes. value. Yeah. So this is what they're saying. Then the same, in the same development, we have a house which has got 112 square meters. Yeah. This bill is also the, the latest one um, for 2019. 310,412 square meters. So I would like to understand, I didn't eat my school fees up at school. How did they manage to get 310,412 square meters and 70, uh, 518,000 for 79 square meters? So clearly. Okay, hold that thought. Let's go for an ad break. As soon as we're back, we're going to unpack that a bit more. It's the burning issue with myself, Yazid Kamaldin, weekly, of course, tackling an important issue in our city. This evening, we are talking about the city of Cape Town's general valuation process of properties. And of course, this is important because people are saying that it's been flawed and it impacts on the amount of rates that we pay every month. I want to remind you that our WhatsApp line is open. You can send us a message to the number 072-238-0712. That is 072-238-0712 if you would like to contribute to the show. Or if you have had any issues with the city of Cape Town and the valuation that they have given you of your property, you can also phone us. The number on A is 021-442-3530. That is 021-442-3530. Unfortunately, the city of Cape Town has not been able to make it to the show, but we have a range of people in studio with us who are going to be talking and showing us the flaws within the general valuation process. Vanessa, Vanessa Nelson. Is it Vanessa Souls? Is it, do you have two surnames? Maiden and I, people identify with me where I'm back in Mountain. Yeah. My maiden surname, which yeah. is Souls. Yeah. But I'm Nelson. Okay. Nelson. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> I was gonna ask. Okay. So they just flow with it. That's all right. Yeah. Good. It rolls off the tongue, man. <laughs> we'll just be Vanessa. Yo, V, what's up? <laughs> so, Vanessa, here's the thing. You have literally shown us the price, the municipal value of two homes in the same area that have got two different rand values. The one you had said was in 2019 valued at 518,000 rand for a 79 square meter house in, is it Heidefeld? Heidefeld. Heidefeld. Then also in Heidefeld, a house of 112 square meters in this year has been valued at 310,000 rand. This is the municipal value. I'm so curious to know, like, why could this happen? What do you think? (coughs) Is it just a mistake? No. You know, a mistake does not get repeated because if you if you realize you're making a mistake and the person that works in the accounts department, look, I understand I've worked in accounts. I know how accounts work. So if you work with, I don't know if it, they based it on square meterage or, you know, or... Do you think the house, the one house was just very damaged? Well, now, now our house is, is completely damaged. It's falling apart. The NHBRC is coming on on Saturday. Um, oh, we have a government meeting. houses, right? Yes, the RDP. Like you guys have to pay the government back every month to own the house eventually. No, okay, it's an no. RDP development. So um, if you've been on the list, you qualify. And, and in terms of your um, income, yeah. you qualify for these houses. So, so these houses are valued in terms of on the website of human settlements. It's below 300000 
So initially, if you look at the go on to the website of human settlements it will show you what does an rdp house mean and is human settlements is of course the national department, national department of, of human, human settlements. settlements yeah so it's clear who qualifies what it is and how and 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 what the do's and don'ts and things like that so i need to understand oh it's, it's a pity the city's not here but i needed to understand is how do they i've got actually three um valuations here how do they get it wrong how do they get 79 square meters, 89 square meters is the third one that I brought along. And the other one which I mentioned was 88, I think. Right? Yeah, look, the bottom line is so, you've shown the discrepancy. So you know? how, did, yeah. how do they get to that? How, what is the, the formula, I mm-hmm. should actually say, what is the formula they use to actually work we out all the would costing? Love to know. We yes. all would love to know. How do they get to that? Yeah. The burning issue is that if, if they're getting this wrong, this is just this valuation. Obviously, my billing is going to be wrong. You're right. Because you pay more rates, the more value your house is. Yes. Lester, let's hear from you. What evidence do you have of the city of Cape Town getting it wrong? Yeah, thank Lester, you. of course, remind us the organization. The Forum of Cape Flat Civics. I'm the chairperson. Okay. Lester, tell us, please. Okay. Thank you. Um, yeah. No, but I, I started looking at this in 2016, and I want to agree with Vanessa. Um, definitely, there is... Definitely there is a, um, uh, there's something wrong with the whole valuation process. Um, This year a pensioner pushing 80 years old um, received a 91% increase in valuation since 2016 revaluation process. A 91%? Uh, A 91%. A house went up 91% 91%. from 2016 to now? Yes. What area is this? Um, That is a lower lands down area. Yeah. That's a 91%. 91%. 91%. I mean, I'd expect that in Clifton or Seapoint. In, in less than three years, there's been no renovations to that property. Like I said, she's a pensioner. She's not got money for renovations. Um, also, when I first started looking at this issue in 2016, um, the revaluation process valued the Cape Flats homes um, were more than 200000 than the market valuation of the property in the same same area and um, clearly there's something wrong with that um, whole process that the, the municipal value is actually more than the market value you know some, something's not right with, with that at all okay. okay does anybody else want to show us or speak to us about the discrepancies that they have found in the valuation in the general valuation of properties go for it Right. Um, I think what one must understand is that the the valuations are based so-called on market values. But now they can't go around and value every property. So what they do is they take a sample in an area and then they use the sample as a basis to value all the properties in the area. So any property that looks very similar, they'll get a similar valuation. That is the way it is supposed to work. But now the, the examples that have been quoted here suggests that this has not been happening. So, uh, you know, that needs to be investigated. Okay. Now, you know what? Now, I want to come to, let me see what, Kashifa. Kashifa, now, given the fact that Patrick said they look at a sample, now, my goodness, we all know what's happening in Salt River and Woodstock and Bullcup in these places where there's gentrification and the property prices are going up. Now, imagine if they had to look at a sample. Tell us about how that affects rate payers in Salt River and the areas that you cover. Uh, you can speak English or Afrikaans, whatever uh, you're more comfortable uh, with. I think that will affect 
the uh, community big time because we mostly work in the um, ethlone and those the, mostly in those type of areas now now if you look into to salt river and the cape town it will affect those com communities big time because when when your rates are so high you won't be able to afford to stay in that house because you will look at your water bill and electricity. How will you manage to do all those things? Because if communities in Heidefeld and Kaelitsa and 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 Kugeletu and Nova Park is struggling to pay those those rates, how will the ones in Cape Town afford it? And it, and and you know what is what is happening in 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 Pukap. Most of those people are selling their houses because they can't afford to pay their rates. And people is vulnerable. They're taking this bait because a million rand gets flashed before your eyes. And you know for us a million rand is a lot of money. So what do people do? They take the money. But you know once you see you, you come into the areas where we are staying, you will see a hey, this million rand does nothing to me. It lasts only two, three years, not even that long. Then you won't have anything. So you will be back to square one. And I think the city is robbing us blindly. blindly. They okay. are undressing us, really. Even before we go sleep, they are undressing us. And that is what they are doing. Now, Sandra, um, Stop City of Cape Town is your initiative. It's something that you are um, sort of like using as a platform to raise awareness about important issues. What is your take on the general evaluations process of the properties? Do we have a caller? Caller? Do we have a caller? Sorry, Sandra. I just want, I, d I don't like losing calls on the show. It's important to get public interaction. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do we have a caller? Okay, keep going, Sandra. Yeah, please tell us. Okay. Since, since the evaluation role um, was pub published, um, our group had been inundated with complaints and people writing in very much on this along the same lines as what the lady next to me do we have the caller sorry sandra let's just take this call sorry go for a call assalamu alaikum welcome to burning issue alaikum salam good you know, evening I'm 70 yes. year old retired person and uh, having lived through the colonial era the apartheid era and uh, Ultimately, the new dispensation, I think the contribution I want to make is very valuable. Kolo, can you please switch and off your radio because we're getting feedback on air. Do you mind please switching off your radio so we can hear you more clearly? Yes, my radio is off. Okay, thank you. Now, you know, let's look at the origin of the DA. The DA used to be the Democratic Party and the National Party. And when they got together after the new dispensation, they formed the Democratic Alliance. Now, if we look at the current situation, what was the apartheid policy? It was to get the Muslims out of city central and uh, move them to the suburbs. Even the suburbs, they moved further and further away from city center, thus leading to the ultimate closure of the leather industry and the clothing industry. So they are still pursuing the apartheid policy because when you look at the Heritage Council, who is the Heritage Council? It's mainly white nationalists pursuing the apartheid policy. Now with the increase in rates, what they are doing is that at the end of the day, the 
people won't be able to pay the rates and the land will be expropriated to the state. So that is how they, will, they are trying to get the Muslims out of the Bukhara and the surrounding areas. Okay, cool. Our mm-hmm. people must not fall for the uh, hogwash that Hussein Emani is feeding because he is a puppet. Caller, shukran so much for your input. We do have we do have another caller on the line. Yes, Did you tell me there's another caller? Okay. Caller, shukran, shukran for your input. Shukran so much. I thought there was another caller. The technician told me there's another caller. Anyway, Sandra, please go ahead. What was your point? <clears throat> okay, so so many people have come up with the same complaints that Vanessa had outlined so eloquently a couple of minutes ago. Um, the cities reply to us because we we do talk to them unofficially and sometimes officially is that there, the way that the rates will be applied is with a cent in rand factor that they use and I heard um, Zantia Limburg and the deputy mayor saying that this cent in rand will be lowered so in other words the current centing rand, the factor that they use to calculate the rates, um, is going to be lowered and a, a number of about 30% was, was mentioned. Now, the problem I have with that is that this factor is a, a one-size-fit-all factor. So if, even if they lower this thing, so in Kailitsha or Seapoint or Heidefeld or any place, the same factor is being applied when they calculate these rates. And I've done some calculations and some of the members like Mike Haynes did some calculations on this. And we found that the break-even point, if this centing rand factor is lowered by 30%, um, is about a 20% increase. So if you had a 20% increase on your property valuation, you theoretically should be okay however it progressively goes up and I've got a number here that if your property value increased by about 50% you will get almost 35% increase in your rates so in other words there's a break-even point where people that had their properties valued for less, and there are some, somebody from Eustenberg Flakte told us that their properties um, valuation actually went down. So these people might may benefit. So the good news is, yes, they are looking at adjusting the centing rand factor. The bad news is that this factor is a one-size-fit-all, which is not going to... Um, be in the benefit of the broader public. Okay, I just also want to look at the WhatsApp messages. Listener Shukran, of course, for sending us WhatsApp messages. Listener 2132 says that she, that the listener believes rates is also an extension of the apartheid policy of the Group Areas Act to keep some people out of some areas. Okay. Listener 1328 says, my property valuation went up by 350,000 rand. It's absolutely ridiculous, but what can we do? We'll just have to pay. And then listener 8106 says, I tried to buy a house for four years now, but the bank wants to help the agents. Okay, this message is too confusing. So listener, um, 
if you if you type a message, please. I mean, I'm trying my best <coughs> to read it, but um, the clarity isn't that good. Um, look, the main thing here is it's mind-boggling. How does a value? I don't know. Like, how does a house value go up by three hundred and fifty thousand rand from the last evaluation? The law, you know, it's. I'm not sure. Does anybody have an answer? Yes. Can anybody? Do you want to go, Patrick? Yeah. Yes. Um, look, they do try to uh, uh, base their values on market values. Now, my own property has gone up by something of the order of um, close to five hundred thousand rand, and I don't live in a highly affluent area, but. Um, when I checked it out with estate agents, uh, it does um, it does seem it is as if it is a fair market value considering the values in the yeah, area. Yeah, but we're talking about now, municipal yes, value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the municipal value is then based upon the market value as of June last year. You see, now. Um, Everybody is talking very much about the valuation of their property, but this is not the this is not the trick. The real trick is the rate in the rand, because when they do a revaluation, everybody's property values goes up. You see, then they say, okay, to compensate for the big rise in valuations, we will lower the rate in the rand to compensate. But when you do the actual calculation, you find that the compensating drop in the rate in the RAND is not sufficient to counteract the effect of the increase in the valuation. And so consequently, like uh, was pointed out just now, if you have a 50% increase in your valuation, you can easily end up with a 35% increase in the rates that you are going to pay. Now, strictly speaking, um, you know, uh, 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 your rates should not go up by significantly more than the rate of inflation. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's take a quick ad break. When we come back, we'll continue this conversation because there still are some questions that need to be answered. So welcome back to Burning Issue with your host Yazid Kamaldin. We are unpacking how our homes and properties have been evaluated or incorrectly evaluated by the city of Cape Town, which ultimately impacts on our monthly rates bill. Sandra and Patrick Canala, please. Do you know what is Canala? Sandra, do you know what is Canala? Do you hear that word? Yes, by you, yes. Patrick, do you know what is Canala? <laughs> For Nan can say it for Novatus Canala. As a belief. No canala. As a belief. Even though you say canala. You're talking about rand and sense value and all this stuff. Guys, break it down. Make it simple for us. What are you talking about, man? Okay. You're not can mad I talk? people. Right, can I talk the canala, please do. <laughs> right. This is actually where the council catches everybody. Because the average person and and I'm not only talking about uh, the less affluent, I'm talking about even the affluent. Don't quite know how to analyze their services accounts that come every month. So uh, um, when you get your services account, you'll notice the first line item is your rates. And one month it's for 29 days, another month is for 31 days. Just give me one know? second. Do you and have a copy so of that when document? When you try to do a comparison from month to month or from year to year, it becomes very difficult. And the council doesn't help either. 
Hey. The rates bill it, that it, it becomes about. very difficult for most people to understand how to analyze their rates account. Okay, I want to oh. hold a rates account in front of me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Here we have a rates account. Patrick, talk us through this. What are, what are the, what what should we be looking for? Right on the on the back page. Yeah. Okay. Property the, rates. The, the right at the, the top of the rates, yeah. The top of the page you got property rates, okay? Yeah. Now the first thing you have there is something along the lines of for so many days or something like that. 30 days. That's right. Now, on that account it will be for 30 days. Next time it will be for 28 days. Another time it will be for 31 days. And so you go on and on. Because and it becomes the very difficult. That's right. And what they do is they take the annual rates bill and they divide it by 365 days. So if you've got 29 days in your billing period, they multiply that figure by, by 29. And that is why when you compare month to month to month, you get a different amount every time. And it becomes very confusing for ordinary people. And uh, 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 now, just below that, you'll have the rebate. Everybody, whether you've got a 5 million rand house or a 500,000 rand house, gets that rebate of uh, 200,000 rand. Now, that rebate amount has not changed for many, many years. And, um, but the property values are going up by huge percentages every revaluation. Mm. Now, what and is the rebate amount for? I uh, suppose to give you some sort of relief, uh, I don't, I think they should do away with it and just reduce the rates, full stop. That's, that's an unnecessary complication. Yeah, please go, go. Yeah. I understand where, um, as he explained the bill, because on, on, in terms of 32 days, it says on this account, um, 32 days This one month. is 32 days this one is 30, There's days no 32 in days in the month Exactly So this one is um, Total value um, The period is 32 days oh, yeah. 270,000 Divided by Whatever this amount What is, is the 270,000? I would like to know Because it's the three different amounts On this actual bill So from the 17th of the 8th 2018 270,000 And they've got the calculation here Divided by 365 Days of the year times 32, which is the actual month. So they've added another day to this month. Look, right. we are basically unpacking how the city calculates our monthly rates now this that is we this pay one. the city. Yes. Yeah. Then there's another one, a statutory rebate credit. Now, we don't know why they're giving us a credit, whether you paid your bill or not. So here's a statutory rebate, but this one is calculated in this manner. Same period from 17th of the 8, 2018, 150,000. Divided by 365 days of the year times 32. My head is spinning. So that is in a minus. Then at the bottom, it's an additional rebate credit. Now, I guess I'll confuse you. So now then they have from same period, 185,000 with that same calculation divided by 365 days times 32 days, 116.3 rand, it's in a minus. But the actual bill for that month, month is 43.90. Now, I think that it's like just trying to confuse our people because when our people see rebate, oh, you know, it's like confusing everybody. So they're putting all of this and this month I'm paying 43.90. But come two months later, all this rebates that they supposedly gave for this 32 days, they, they added back. So initially this 43.90 will become at the end of the day 500 and whatever months later because they add all of this 
They added all that. They say they're giving you a rebate, but they're not in, in actual fact they're not okay. giving you a rebate. Sandra, what do you want to say, please? Okay. I just wanted to ask on that bill the the two rebate ones, does it add up to two hundred thousand? Right. So what the rebate is, the statutory rebate is a rebate or a grant that the city receives from the central government. So in other words, the government is in a way contributing to the rates bill. The one I have in front of me is like 10 rands, which isn't much, but I'm trying to explain what it is. And then the second one, the 185,000, is an additional rebate, which I assume is what the city gives. So in other words, in effect, in layman's terms, it means that if your house was valued at 500,000, you take the 200,000 off and your rates are actually payable on the, on the 300,000 that's left. That is how it's supposed to work. Okay, okay. look, that's you didn't answer my whole rant and sense thing. We're going to go for, we have to go for to another that? ad break now and then after okay. that ad break, please do. Yeah. Tune in on Wednesday, the 27th of March, between 6 p.m. to 6.30 p.m., when Minister Alan Windy and his guest will discuss safety issues. You have the opportunity to call in on 021-448-6266, WhatsApp on 061-862-1065, or SMS the keyword safety to 32158, followed by your question. Each SMS costs one rand. The show is brought to you by the Western Cape Government. Better together. Lower prices for you and me Be a part of our family Devlin, Devlin Look out for the relaunch of the Devlin Hyper Fruit and Veg section Coming to you the end of this month Hey Ranisa David's attorney specializes in drafting of wills Including Sharia compliant wills the administration of deceased estates, transfers of fixed properties, registration of bonds or four major banks, creation of trusts, specialized commercial law and sequestration applications. Nisa Davids Attorneys is an ex-employee of the Master of the High Court, has vast experience in finalization of deceased estates and dealing with the most complex estates. Easy accessible premises situated on the corner of Garfield and Alamin Roads, Claremont, of Imam Harun Road near Kenilworth Centre. Contact us in 021-683-7437. Heronisa David's Attorneys. Listen up, Skapstad. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop chop shop, the Lamborghini of all meat markets, the Bifana Bifana of butchers, make no mistake. For the best quality and the best price, in Grassy Park, pick and pay local stores, Blue Dance and Athlone, there's only one place where you'll find the perfect meaty steak. Busy Corner Meat Hyper Stores. So don't be a chop man. Make a bull run down to Busy Corner Meat Hyper Stores, where people meet. Yasmin's Travel and Tours, an experienced Hajj and Umrah travel agency. We have fantastic Hajj packages available for this year. From as little as 38,200 Rand per person sharing. Contact the office for more information on 021-762-4240 or visit our website www.yasminstravel.co.za Yasmin's Travel and Tours, to beyond your expectations. The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo
So Sandra, ik heb veel mooie gevraagd. Hij zit kanala. That is like that is like a hot word, you know. That is like from the heart. I said we need to help everybody understand how the city of Cape Town calculates our rates. And then there's this thing called cent in rand. And that's how they use it, right? They use a cent in rand calculation to come to an amount in rands. That what we should pay. Sandra, please go ahead. Okay. So the cent in rand is actually a percentage and for residential areas, I believe that it's the the cent in rand value used is 0.7 percent. But if you look at your account and you actually look at the calculation that they do, they are using 0.007 because the percentage was turned into a factor. Mm. Right. So basically, what they're doing is they take the property value, they times it by this 0.7 percent. So in other words, you are paying 0.7 percent. Um, rates value on on your property and then what they do they divide it by 365 in order to arrive at a daily rate because the city has got various lengths of months okay i'm going to do this i have a calculator let's say you have a house of 450,000 rand okay this is the municipal value if your house is valued at guys this is about empowering our community you have the information you can work out your own rates if the city is overcharging you go to them and tell them they're overcharging you if your municipal value of your house is 450,000 rand sandra then you multiply by then you multiply it by 0.7 percent. Zero point. 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 Okay, let, let me just finish. Yeah. The, the actual value is 0.7 percent, but when they do the calculation, it's turned into a factor, and it is multiplied by 100, so you get 0.007154. That doesn't even look like a number, but anyway, then I go equal. Yeah. Right. Then they. I'm going to press equal. Yeah. Okay. Then they divide it by 365 because all divide years... Divide by 365 days in the year. Days that is in the year. 8 rand 82 a day, a day. rates that a, I am paying. Yeah. And then they multiply it back with a number of days. How many days are there in March? 30, right? So yeah. multiply by 30. So I should be paying, that's a lot actually, 264 rand of rates a month for a house of 450,000 rand. Yeah. But then you still get a slight rebate on it okay talk about the rebate right now now you would have arrived at the 200 odd rands that you were talking about then if you go down on the bill the next line says statutory rebate right now what they do is they take a tiny amount off on 15,000 because that is the step that the central government allows. Yeah, the government gives the city the money. Yeah, the government gives the city the money and the, sc- and the city is supposed to give it back to us. Now those are some of the things that we at Stop They give it back to us by a discount. Yeah, yeah. but we at Stop COCT are checking whether all the money that's given is actually coming back to us. Okay, so that is the type of work that we're doing at Stop COCT. And then if you go further, there's an additional rebate. It says additional rebate credit. And now that is for 185,000, which somehow I am not 100%. Maybe um, you okay. can help me. Okay, so then actually what one should do is one should say my house, my municipal value is 450,000 rand. So then I must subtract 180,000 rand. Is that what the it, government it's is It's not doing? how they calculate it, though. 
They first this work. To make things easy. Yeah. Let's make it very easy. Yeah. Okay. The the rebate amount in total. You have, uh, you have to talk in the microphone. The rebate amount in total is two hundred thousand. So if your property is valued at four hundred and fifty thousand rand, subtract off two hundred thousand from that 450,000. So that you, you're going to be ra- uh, 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 charged rates on a value of 250,000 Rand. Guys, now that okay. is exactly why I thought 264 Rand would be way too much mm. rates to be paying on a house valued at 450,000 Rand because I know in other areas where a house is almost a million, people pay 290 yeah. Rand. Yeah. yeah. That's anyway, right. That's okay. I was shocked. Now, yeah. the thing is, how do they arrive at that rate in the rand? Now, what they do is they take the valuations in total, okay? And then, and this is where, where the people are not ready to understand how the system works. They draw up a budget independently of the valuations, and that budget comes to so many billions of rands. And what they do is they divide the budget by the total valuation in the municipal area, and that gives you the rate in the rand. The, in other words, the that percentage, factor. the percentage, the factor, the you percentage that you are going to be charged, yeah. is is that figure. The, the so, in other words, to, to 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 put it in a nutshell, there there's 850,000 people on the voters, uh, not the voters, on the uh, valuation roll. So, independent from that, like he says, the city goes and and does their wish list called a budget, and they say for for the rates expenditure, we arguments like need four billion rands. Yeah. Right. So then what they do is they take that what they need and they divide it by the number of households. Not the, the number of households, by the value, the total value oh, of the, the properties. Oh, the total value yes. of the properties. That's right. And then they arrive at this yeah. ra- a cent in rand um, factor. Look, thank you so much for breaking it down for us. I just quickly want to read a message before we break for Maghrib. Sandra and Peter, Maghrib is bitter. <laughs> Pray time. Prayer time, prayer time. Okay, Maghrib, it's a prayer. Okay, guys, um, listener 2760, shukran for your feedback. Um, guys, this is also quite shocking. Listener 2760 says, My house on the 13th of November 2017 was valued at 870,000 Rand. A year later, my house was valued at 1.2 million Rand. The council pushed the value up by 330. 30,000 rand. Welcome back to The Burning Issue with your host Yazid Kamaldin and this evening we have been looking at the general valuations of properties across the city of Cape Town. Of course we have been looking at the flaws in the system and we have also been talking about the challenges that communities face as a result of increasing rates. Kashifa, let's bring you back on and just a reminder we of course have Kashifa Ahmad she's a member of the Housing Assembly. For the benefit of our listeners briefly remind us what is the Housing Assembly Kashifa? Housing Assembly is an organization that's based in Salterova and what we are saying is we want decent housing for all and the decent housing should be where you're close to your workplace, any other areas, hospitals, schools, play, play spaces for our children and it should be safe. That is what Kashifa, we are saying. 
In the break we had listed a number of topics that we still need to discuss while we are on air until about 8, just before 8pm. You had mentioned that rates are affecting pensioners and unemployed and there was something that you wanted to say about that and also regarding evictions. Can you please elaborate? Yeah, what we are saying on, on, on the pensioners and the unemployed, we are, some of them are not even able to put the bread on the table. And what is currently happening even with the water and electricity, you you you're not you can't even pay the water. You got this 350-liter water um, device at your house. Now, when the 350s finish, your water's finished. But you know what? People are still getting these huge bills that they need to pay. Now, what the city is doing also is sending people these threatening letters. People have to pay these huge bills, and that is also a contribution for people being stressed out about these huge bills. Okay, so the rates rates bills unfortunately adding to, of course, yes. the burden and the other on families. Can I go to a caller quickly? Caller, assalamu alaikum. Good evening. Welcome to Burning Issue. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks goes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the opportunity to listen and to talk and to intake. And no other life so will be accepted this time of space. It's a lifestyle of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Connection with this water and about everything I've been listening as it, you know, and I've been very itching to basically listening what's going on, also put my input. It's actually very sad and what they are charging the people. Like, for instance, I live in Bonteville. They've given us our now evaluation of our places. And I mean, my place is still the very same. And I mean, this house is over 50 years old. The council haven't done anything to these homes. They haven't really um, restored nothing. They only now and then they came and fixed maybe, they fixed the leakage. But you know, the water situation is terrible. I mean, I've got a water bill which they were supposed to fix uh, for almost 5,000 rand. And up to today, it's not fixed and it just goes up and up and up. So this basically, why is the city not there tonight? Why isn't they there to sort of sort these things out? They are never there. They are escaping because we must smell the coffee they are doing us in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I would love some coffee, by the way. <laughs> I would love some coffee. Yes. Sandra, read that letter. It ties into what Kashifa has been saying about how the rates bill is being linked to the other services and it's it sounds like it's a bit of a threatening thing going on yeah. please go ahead yeah um, Muhammad Nordin went to the city of Cape Town offices in Mitchell's Plain today and he sent us on Stop COCT a short note of, uh, of his experience. He wrote to us Dear members, I've just come from the COCT offices in Mitchell's Plain in connection with a rebate on my rights ETC. Um, he's a pensioner. They gave me two options they gave me two options accept the blue water contraption and you get the rebate immediately. Second option, if you give us a copy of your municipal papers, three months bank statements, a letter from SASA confirming you are a pensioner, an affidavit confessing that your wife has passed on, then only will they consider it. And also a copy of your ID. I told them I don't want that blue idiotic contraption and they were not impressed. I'm sure they were not impressed. And I advised him not to be put off and actually go and get the rebate. Yeah, look, I mean, the, the, the bottom line is the city of Cape Town is zeroing in on people and saying we will push the money out of you even if you don't have it, we'll find it, right? That's the feeling I'm getting from these kind of letters. There are also pink letters that are going around. Do you want to tell us more about that, Vanessa? Uh, yes, they are, if 
uh, with and I specifically speak to our RDP development. So what are they sending? They're sending the ITC letters and the white letters and what the pink is letters. ITC? This is their, their administration. Our people see it as the law, as, as a lawyer letter. Okay. So that is how our people uh, um, understand it to be. So the ITC is is um, um, the lawyer letters as they see it. They've got the white a letter of demand. Letter to pay. of demand. Yeah. Okay. To pay your rights, for example. Yeah. So yeah. it's a then you get the disconnection letter and all of these threatening notices that they send to our people. But the pink letter specifically speaks to if you fail to pay your municipal account, they will deduct from your electricity purchases. So if you don't pay your rates, if you buy electricity, the money just comes off. Yes. yes. So which is happening on um, all yeah, over. Uh, um, it's happening. So if you initially, if they saying and they putting a thing in the writing saying that if you don't pay your municipal council, by the way, in Aidafelt, we have advised our people in the RDP development, don't pay a cent. Unfortunately, by that, by, by us saying that people are being, um, if you don't pay, they are being bold with. We have a caller. Are you, are you done with your point? No. Okay, can you wrap up, please? Okay, so they are paying, uh, taking it off the electricity, electricity purchase. Yeah, we got that, we got and that. And you get Where Danny is charges? the billing of what you're paying? Because they take off four and five rand. It's not on your actual bill. I've heard about this. We, it's not we've on discussed, the yeah, but we've discussed this kind of thing before. For example, somebody owes the city money for water. If they buy electricity, the city just automatically Where? takes off fifty percent. Yes. Of of if you buy hundred rand electricity, Where is that money going to? Yeah, it's going to your your your. Apparently, it's going to your debt. Now we have another caller. Call us. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Yes. Salam and good evening to all. Gigi and Overpok. Salam and Gigi. Uh, salam. Hey, you funny guy. You uh, 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 come out and I need to ask him. Why do the people that get the free water, they are misusing it. People that get only the 350, go and get the water and, and, they, and I don't know, they're missing the water. Is this something Who's you have seen, Auntie Gigi? Is this something you have seen? Is this an allegation that you are making? Well, I live upstairs, I live downstairs. Okay, speak to the neighbors, they should stop wasting the water, please. Okay, no, but I mean, who pays for it? We must pay for our water. Yeah. I just want to phone and tell you, funny guy. Shukran, salam alaikum. We have, an, <laughs> we have another call. Assalamu alaikum. Good evening. Welcome to Burning Issue. Wa alaikum salam. And I'm on. You are live on air. 50 million okay, people okay. can hear you. Shukran. I want to echo what Tahamat says. I am from Mitchell's Plain. And I want our people to smell the coffee before it's getting cold. Shukran salam. Afwan, wow, the coffee's getting cold. The coffee's getting cold, the coffee. guys. We have Wake another caller. Welcome to Burning Issue. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The lady in studio says I mustn't pay. Then they give you for 600 rand electricity, 90 units. So always around the council still gets you. Okay. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi 600 rand for 90 units doesn't sound right guys That is what happens Like you should be getting 600 units maybe But 90 no. units For 200 you get 90 units yeah. For 200 rand right yeah. So that is 90 times 3 um, that is 270 units that you should be getting. Okay, look, I just quickly want to look at the WhatsApp messages as well. Listener 8620 has said that the listener's last valuation of the house was 200 and no, 2.1 million rand. Whoa, this is a nice house of 2.1 million rand. Mm. Whoa. So this house was valued at 2.1 million rand. But here's the catch. 
the next year it went up to 3.6 million rand this is insane man you know what and this is also a sasa recipient now i've heard of cases like this in workout for example where people's homes have gone up because of the valuation around in the area and you know that's insane because it means that suddenly you as a resident must pay more because other properties around you are going up and i mean ultimately you know i know that in Burka people have been saying that there should be a a cap mm. like a, a a limit on the amount of rates that long-time residents should be paying now i mean it happens in other cities but it, it doesn't seem to happen in cape town here's another listener 2767 says the city will not come on board because your panel have questions. I'm a pensioner living in the southern suburbs and rates have gone up double and worse. Is the water catastrophe? I'm a pensioner living alone. I break my back to save water. But where does that leave you? Your whole pension is gone. Please, people need to stop the white issue no matter what race you are. Everyone is struggling. I'm a white Muslim. Be safe, inshallah. Okay, well that's a really thoughtful message. You can so much. Listener0115 says, Sandra is my heroine. Whoa, Sandra, is a fan. The <laughs> ANC and the DA is colluding to keep the colored and Muslim community out of Cape Town. The mere fact that District 6 is taking so long for more than 20 years is proof. And then the person also sent a message to remind me to read the message. So they have read it. Now, the person who's... Thank you. <laughs> Amandla Sandra. The, um, the person 8620 has said, you know, the fact that the house went up from 2.1 million to 3.6 million this person is actually going to the valuation section and lodging an objection tomorrow is it easy to lodge an, obje uh, an objection to no. any of you no can you tell us about the process and why you say no right if, if you do a physical objection, you've got till the 29th of March to do that. If you do it online, you've got towards the end of April to do it. I've got feedback from people that tried the online route, and apparently you go through screen on screen on screen of questions, and if you do something wrong, you chucked out and you got to start right at the beginning again. Yeah. So it is so difficult that I think your average person that is not a computer literate would basically give up. But on also airtime, guys. Airtime. Wow. Air time. Plus, uh, uh, another thing that I saw is that uh, your... Um the city is supposed to help you. You can go to your sub-council or to, 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 to the municipal offices. They're supposed to help you. And all that they say, or all the, the advice that many people got on our group is basically go online and go and go and get the prescribed form to fill in. Now, this prescribed form, you can only get a hold of if you are registered for e-services. Mm -hmm. Now, that to me is also something like real strange. Why don't you, they just give the people the form to my head is spinning again, Sandra. Like suddenly my head is just spinning. This is too crazy. Tell me something, Sandra. You were talking about um, the rebates that haven't changed. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yes. Did you say that or did somebody else mention that? Well, well I said that. Yeah? yeah. Do you want to yeah. elaborate? Yeah. yeah. These re rebates that they give you, uh, which come to 200,000 Rand, they have been at that level for quite a few years now. And 
there no adjustment has been made to take account of the increase in inflation over the years. And I think it's high time that if they're going to continue with the rebates, they should make an adjustment for inflation. Maybe it should go up to maybe 300 or, or maybe even 400,000 rand. So as, for example, the cost of living increases, the exactly. rebate should increase. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Listen to double zero, double zero. Wow, I almost thought it's going to be 007. It's double zero, double zero. Says the lady that mentioned the water issue. Now that's of course Vanessa mentioned the water issue. Um, it's the truth that she's saying. The deduction on your electricity bill. Basically saying like they will deduct money mm. from the one for the other. So yeah. for example, if you owe money for water, if you buy electricity, they just take the money off your electricity and then suddenly you sit with less units. And the listener is saying that money just vanishes into thin air, but it doesn't get addressed. Trust me, I've contacted the city about this with little response to zero response. So it's like day zero yeah. when you contact the city. Yeah. Well, the best route to take if, if you want... If, if you're not happy with your account, is to declare a dispute with the city because the city's policy does allow you to declare a dispute. So once you've declared a dispute, you then carry on paying your account the way you did in the, in the months before the, the, the complaint arose. And then the city is supposed to resolve the issue. Question, question, question. Just for clarity. Because another listener, 2120, is also mentioning this. Guys, if you don't pay your rates and you buy electricity, does the city take the money off for your rates? Now that is what I'm saying. Yes. Do they do that? They do that. Is they it not just for water? Water, I water thought it was just rates, for water, guys. No, it's any, any account. municipal account. Any so municipal account. Oh, wow. How they Getting are. away with nothing. You see, that stems from the municipal act where they can consolidate your account. But the city is again pushing the envelope. They are not consolidating <coughs> your account, but they're using that principle of consolidating your debt and then, in other words, taking it off a source which is easily available to them. And I am absolutely convinced as I'm sitting here that if one takes that to court, the, the, the citizens will win it. Because okay. to, to stretch consolidation of an account to taking money off a prepaid mm. electricity account, I think that is a long shot. That think, is what we're I, all about. Yeah, I think it was never tested. That's why the city is getting away with it. Exactly. Mm. And I think there should be some sort Okay, of but now here's something that you have mentioned in the break, Vanessa. Now, you know, rates is something that you pay for a service. I'm like this. If I'm paying you for something, deliver the service mm -hmm. or give me my money back. Yes. Right? And if you go to a shop and you buy something, a product is broken, you return the product, you get your money back or you get the product back. You are saying that in your neighborhood of Haderfeld, the new housing development, the services are not being delivered. No, not You at have all. said the houses are, are not even properly built. I mean, what is going on? Elaborate. Well, we've been fighting with the city just to get the city out and its officials, um, even through our local uh, You mean out to come and see you? To come and see yeah. and, and do an inspection themselves. Because um, if you have a any problem and the, the, the city is supposed to render service, it's either they do come out or they don't. So it's a struggle for our people, and we've got the proof. We've got a residence in the WhatsApp group. Tell so us about the housing conditions. So the, mm. the, the the people report the our, our houses are so poorly built. We call it a death trap. Literally, mm. that is what we call it. It's a death trap. So we have finally got some good news that um, after more than a year of struggling to get the 
NHBRC out, which is the regulated board where all the contractors contractors belong to. They finally uh, met up with them at a. I actually lied out while I actually got there. It was a business meeting for the NHBRC Women in Construction. I have a registered business, um, we, uh, but I'm not operating anymore. So I went to the housing conditions. So we, I got mm. there and I complained. So what? Mm-hmm. Well, after speaking to the CEO, the inspector finally came out, and we took him around to the f- a few of the houses in all of the f- the five phases. And I believe you have a public event. You're going to have the yes. deputy minister tell us about that yes, as well. Yes, that is on Saturday. So on Saturday, um, um, between. One and two, the Deputy Ministers of Kota Federicks, she will be on the ground. Human Settlements, Human Deputy, settlements Minister, Deputy yeah. yes. So she'll be on the ground and we will be taking her ident- to identified houses, which is very much uh, um, poorly built and problematic and, and, and so on. So she'll be going uh, around from one till two. From two is a Q&A at the in- Islamic Institute in Vayuk. So that is from two till five where she will be addressing our, our, our people. And on, on Saturday as well, the NHBRC has finally now um, um, sent us the actual complaint forms whereby we can hold the contractor accountable through the NHBRC for the poor workmanship of our houses. So that in itself is a massive victory for us. But so I mean, services is a city thing, like for example, um, is your area being cleaned regularly? Like, well, no. you know, tell us about, because this is what rates are for. We pay rates to the city. You pay rates and we are being billed for, you know, your sewage and, 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 and refuse in that. There's a dam in our area that is infested. Um, our children is getting sick. Nobody has come in to fix up. This dam is in the center of, of it all. A sewage dam. Um, it's no, it's not a sewage dam. Uh-huh. No, it's not a su- it was a dam, so um, house, the houses were built around it. So when it rains, uh, you know, the water just collects and no, it fills up. Uh, you know, I don't know what dam you call it, but anyway. Then there's houses that was um, burned down and, and, and the rubble and everything still laying there. Okay. So you've been to the council and they're not picking up at the last phase. That's a problem. You okay. must see the dump. You know why I'm asking that? Because listen to one two zero wants to know, can somebody please explain to me the services that are covered by rates? Sandra, do you have an idea which services are covered by rates? Because it's on the back of that bill. If you look at that bill, it actually Sorry. tells you that as well, right? Mm-hmm. Let's look at the bill. Guys, please read your bill. All the information is on your bill. Um, so the sewage and water mm. and yes. property rates covers this thing, right? And so there's an extra hundred rand also that you pay for... Look, ultimately the services, the rates is for the, the people who collect It's trash, supposed to be for the trash. Lights the maybe? Lights, what? street lights. Yeah. No, there's an extra thing that they added to the bill. A hundred rand for that pack. What is that pack called? Um, oh, the water, oh, oh, the water levy. levy. The water levy. levy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's an additional thing. That's something else. That's, yeah, that, that's another yeah, hold. Yeah. Six yeah. hours yeah. That we can let's carry on about for, that. Let's go for a quick break, please. When you come, when we come back, we're going to pick up on some more points. Welcome back to Burning Issue with myself, Yazid Kamaldin, and various guests in the studio. Guys, when the lights go on, it means you're on air. Um, so, I just want to take a caller. Caller, assalamualaikum. Good evening. Welcome to Burning Issue. Alaikum salam. Welcome to Burning Issue. You are live on air. Okay. I would just like to know, how do they come to the amount with the storage? How do they measure the storage? Because 
most of the time my sewage comes more than my water and we only two pensioners in the house and another two but the two is working so we're just the pensioners at home during the day okay look i mean i don't know if anybody in the studio is able to answer that question shukran for the question caller i just want to say that we did invite the city of cape town onto the show unfortunately they were not available to join us does anybody have a response no, okay, that is a question for the city of Cape Town. Let's look at some of the WhatsApp messages that have come through. Listen to Shukran, of course, for your WhatsApp messages. The number, the WhatsApp number is 072-238-0712. The topic this evening is the general evaluation of properties and what's been going on and what's been going wrong about that. We also have a live on a number 021-442-3530. And I've forgotten to read the disclaimer, but I'll do so now. The views expressed in this program are not the views of the voice of the Cape. It's management or staff. Everybody here is, is responsible for their own opinion that they share. <laughs> As yellow opinion, you not the right. You go to jail alone. <laughs> <laughs> Listener 5596 says I want to know why must a person Pay 150 rand For the disconnection letter And also they have charged my water They have changed my water From 350 liters To 200 a day I can't do my washing and I've got chronic illness So when it rains I'm very happy Then I can do my washing with rain water any, any, any idea Why why that number that liters would have been changed also if this 150 rand disconnection letter okay well the, the one 150 rand disconnection letter is in the same the pink letters that vanessa was talking about they they also add dunning charges so if you mm. pay late they add dunning charges so so they add all sorts of administrative fees to your account so that's like saying you owe me money and because i'm telling you you owe me money you must also pay me for telling you yes, they had a tender out <laughs> earlier this year they don't even do it themselves they they're contracting some company to there's do a it. company that sends you the pink letter yeah, it's, it's an independent contracting company that, that, that sends you. Your they guys. hand you over to these people. You can get jobs, eh? You can get jobs at the city, guys. Yeah, but now to get back, why did she, does she get only 200? Is the, the meters are normally set at 350 liters per day. But if you do fall into arrears, it's like a form of punishment by which they then reduce your, your water supply to 200. Look, I don't want to focus too much on water, okay, eh? just, just so that we know. Yeah. Say, yeah. And then the reason why they do that is because by law they're not allowed to cut your water off. So they are reducing it to the bare minimum, which is still gotcha. legal. Gotcha, gotcha. Listen... Sorry, we are not going to spend a lot of time on water, guys, because once we do that, we are going to literally, excuse the pun, flood the lines with questions. <laughs> we are focusing on rates, the valuation of your property leading to an increase in your rates. That's the topic tonight. I just want to get to listen to 7374 saying, um, the new valuation, okay, they valued my house four years ago. I did renovations on my home, and my new valuation came in last year at 600,000 rand from the previous year being valued at 300,000 rand. However, this year it came in at 800,000 rand for a house in Mitchell's Plain. I feel the, si the city is seriously robbing us and making it difficult for us to see to our basic needs. This is a low income housing area and why is our house valued at so much? Lister, what is driving the valuation of properties? Can somebody please tell me? Patrick, I think you'll also like to come thank in. Thank you, yeah. Yes, okay, um, the, uh, he's talking yeah, now, talking, yeah, yeah. Take the mic, you. yeah. Yeah, um, look, to me, if it's, if it's not the water levy, then it's electricity charge, the new valuations, clearly that the city is chasing money. 
Right, that's the bottom line, right? Absolutely. Um, we are sitting with an affordability crisis as Capetonians. Let's, let's, let's not beat around the bush. Um, where the city's planning is just all over the place, right? You've got high cost of sprawl-inducing public housing on the Cape Flats is a driver of inflationary pressures in the city budget. Studies on urban sprawl prove that creation of more compact cities could conservatively save 35% to more than 35% of a city's spatial... Ca- of city's capital and operating budget. So, put another way, you could actually, that is avoidable costs, right, that, that, they, that they're incurring. If you're looking at, for example, transport alone, it's estimated the city could be spending 9 billion rand a year. Okay, Lester, yeah. we so don't want to get too academic here, hey? So, yeah, no, no, What's no, no, happening? Tell us what, what in like saying, a language that we want to understand. Is that, that that amount of money is, is it's, it's poor planning. Okay. Right, and and we're saying that the you, if you're looking at the cost of, of infrastructure pipeline as well, right? The city is, for example, made a big um, during the SOPA, the, not the, the city, but the province said that the reason why we're increasing or we have to have this water levy is because of six billion rand of infrastructure. But if you look at what the city's medium term infrastructure investment framework, which is a secret document, by the way, you know you must have a PI application to get it, um, that shows that the city is planning to spend 32 billion rand on the BRT, which is the bus. Okay, now here's the thing. So, so isn't it isn't it isn't it up to us as citizens? Here's the flip side of the coin. Isn't yeah. it up to us as citizens to be paying towards all these services that the city is planned? Well, well yeah, but basically, what should happen is the city should listen to the people mm-hmm. and provide the services that the people are asking for. Yeah. But instead, the city is providing all sorts of weird and wonderful things like carnivals, where which is like cashless. This mm-hmm. thing that we that they had this last couple of days. Mm-hmm. I think a whole lot of people benefited from it. But at what cost was that put? How much of our money went into that? Okay, but listen to two one two zero has quite summed up quite nicely here. Um, listen to this. The listener says, the city is quick to collect, but not quick with service delivery. But now, what is driving this whole thing, man? To me, it's it's apartheid spatial planning that one of your callers was was sort of alluding to it. And that is manifested in a sprawling cave flat. This this continuous, just wherever you look, you just see houses. And what we don't realize is the bulk infrastructure that comes with that is hugely expensive. That is your underground pipes, your water, your sanitation, your sewage, um, your electricity. All of that is huge infrastructure outlays that the city must pay for. And clearly they, they they're looking for money to cover that. Those okay, costs. let's go for an ad break. We've got a surprise after this ads, please. Okay, welcome back to Burning Isha. I'm your host, Kamal. Before the break, I said we have a surprise. Guys, this is community radio. Things happen. This, can you please, okay, let me do it like this. We have been doing the show this evening about the increase in rates as a result of the valuation of properties. Somebody was listening to the show and he literally came to the studio and is in here now to complain about his issue. Please, can you introduce yourself? Tell us who your name and where you are from. Please speak into the microphone. Uh, my name is Abdullah and my surname is Albertus. I live in Essex Street, Woodstock. And why did you decide to come into the radio station right now on Burning Issue? I was listening to the radio about the rates. And then I thought to myself, I haven't got a computer, uh, you know. So I thought, I'd rather come into the studio and see if, I, if they can still uh, accommodate me. Uh. Okay, and tell us exactly what is your concern? What is happening? 
My concern is the new rates that they are sending them us now. My property was valued at 660,000 rand. The new rates is 1,660,000 rand. It's nearly 1 million rand more. And this, of course, will mean that your rates will increase. You will have to pay more rates. That's right. Can you afford to pay I, more rates? Me and my wife are both pensioners. And we are already paying every month 238 rand, 51 cents. Okay, so this is the concern that we have been raising here. How is the city of Cape Town coming to the valuation of properties? How is it possible that this property could increase a million rand in a year? Guys, wow, I wish the city of Cape Town was here to answer this question. So, any other? So, what are you going to do about this? Well, I'm going to go to the city, but it seems they they just do what they want to. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. They yeah. don't listen to you. Can you speak closer to the mic, please? Yeah. We already last year we went for rebates. They say if you if your income is less than four thousand rand a month, then you don't pay rates. But we've been paying every month 238 rand a month. Mm -hmm. So the last thing I want to ask you about this is when it comes to when it comes to your rates bill, okay? When you go to the city of Cape Town, do you even know where to go to appeal? And what do, what is the response been when you went there? What did they tell you? Well, I haven't been there now with the new uh, uh, papers that we received. But I mean, when you went there before to get a rebate, what did they tell you? Well, they let us fill in some forms. Um, they asked us for, uh, you know, the properties on my wife's name. Now you know about the Muslim marriages, right? <coughs> the properties on my wife's name. But they want to know what is my income. I said to them, here's my pension card. I get the pension every month. Okay. They say, now where's your banking account? I say, I haven't got the banking account. Yeah, look, here's my suggestion, okay? Speak to the people around you here. Speak to the people who are also on the show right now because they are community activists and maybe they can go with you to the city to find out why your property went up in value a million rand. Your property increased in value by a million rand. And this means that you're going to have to pay more rates. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that because right now, of course, we have an example yet again of evaluation that cannot be explained. Unfortunately, we did not have the city of Cape Town coming on board this evening. But um, let's wrap up the show. Shukran so much for walking over or driving over from wherever you came in Woodstock. Shukran, we appreciate. Yeah. We wish you all the best, right? Yeah. Let's wrap up the show. So, going forward, what is the plan from Stop City of Cape Town? To raise awareness and to get as many as possible people to fill in the objection form and or to go online and object if they feel that the valuation um, of the, the current valuation of their property has gone up um, out of bounds. Okay, anybody else talking about your different movements? What is the plan? Where are you going? Okay, um, like I said, with us in our development in Aidafal is exactly the same thing. The bills, the um, valuations being increased. Um, there is um, a 
we have actually joined up um, with the ANC. The ANC has taken the city to um, um, to court, and it's a class action against Patrick Festus, Arthur Thace, Chanuel Hector, Lamis, Omar. These are people that is owing, the city has been billing, their bills is over a million. Some close to a million, some over for a million. Now, for water, for, for rights, the for municipal, municipal accounts. Okay, okay. So we have, we have a minute left, we, by the way. We have yeah. now joined forces. There's a, a, a petition that's going around whereby you're not joining the ANC. You're not joining, and it's not asking them to vote for the ANC, but it's asking to join the class action against the city for charging our people this exorbitant amounts in the municipal Keep us posted virus. on that, please. Yes. Okay, anybody else? Let's wrap. In fact, I need to wrap up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. If you're going to, if you're going to object. I spoke to a valuer last week and he says that you've got no chance of succeeding unless you make use of the services of a valuer. Uh, he says if you do make use of those services, uh, there's a very good chance that you can succeed. But the big but is it's going to cost you money. Okay. Kashifa in Leicester, I suppose, wrap up. I think we don't have money to get a evaluator in. I think just the city is just plain robbing us and I think we, we as communities we need to stand up and take the city head on. Okay. That is what you need to do. Lester, your final comment and yeah, I must have. Um, mm -hmm. From the Forum of Cape Flat Civics we've been consistently advocating for a more compact city where as Kashifa was saying earlier we need houses in, in the city. Thank you that so much. That is not just the mm -hmm. issue of housing it's the fact that we will reduce the costs that the city incurs and therefore the valuations will come down. Thank you so much to all the guests that have been on the show Burning Issue and Shukran also to the Buta who came into the show. It's so cool that you came to join us from myself Yazid Kamaldin join me again next week for Burning Issue Assalamu Alaikum